If you could go back and give your 21-year-old self any piece of advice, what would that be? I think it would be... Welcome back to Wildly Empowered Women. I'm very excited today to be joined by a dear friend of mine, Sarah Andrews. She has built an incredible following of almost 45,000 followers on Instagram through being herself. So what I do now is be able to support and mentor people to create a high profit income online. It's never been about quantity for you. It's actually always been about quality and not trying to please everyone. I remember my first goal, and I spoke to my mentor about it at the time, I was like, oh, I just love to have a hundred followers. And what I love so much about Sarah is she's not a different person offline to what you see online. She is exactly the same person. Welcome back to Wildly Empowered Women. I'm very excited today to be joined by a dear friend of mine, Sarah Andrews, who is a mum of two, ex-corporate. She was in occupational rehab for most of her career, and she's down in beautiful Victoria in Geelong. Today, I wanted to bring this conversation to you, this beautiful discussion about really building a personal brand that is authentic as fuck and has true impact. And this woman is the person to bring you that discussion. She has built an incredible following of almost 45,000 followers on Instagram through being herself. And what I love so much about Sarah is she's not a different person offline to what you see online. She is exactly the same person and she lives her life actually in her purest truth and standing up for what she believes in. And that is what has gotten her to where she is today. So I don't want to go into too much detail because I would love for you to hear this from Sarah. She's had such an incredibly impactful last three years in her life for her entire family. So Sarah, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be invited. So thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Let's start off by hearing a bit about your story. So what led you to actually building a personal brand. Tell us about the last three years, what's been happening in your life. Yeah. So it's so funny when I think back to the person I was before I started an Instagram account, and it is truly nothing that I would have ever expected myself to do. I started um, back in 2000 and what was it? 19. Um, I had my little boy and things just started to feel like I I wasn't feeling inspired or passionate or motivated or, you know, I was just kind of going through the motions and, you know, there was a whole growth period in that period of time for me. I really had to figure out who I was, what I wanted out of life, who I was being every single day, like who my kids were seeing me be as well. And, you know, fast forward a few months of, of starting to really think about how I wanted to show up and what I wanted them to see. And that was probably my biggest motivator. I still remember I got a book um, that was recommended to me by a friend and it was a Tony Robbins book. And one of the questions in there that I really had to sit with myself with was what is it going to cost you ultimately not to change these things? Like, And there were a number of things for me at that time. Like it was my health, it was how I was feeling every day, it was living in this Groundhog Day environment, not having any real like passion or purpose or not feeling inspired in my day-to-day. And so I really had to sit with myself and think, what am I going to, what's it going to cost me, you know, if I don't change some of these things? And that really set me off on a whole tangent and it's just been such an incredible ride. But essentially, you know, I've gone from being somebody who really wasn't on social media at all like at all, like I was the person that just had a private account. I only had a hundred followers or people that I knew really closely and I would post photos of the kids and Mitch and I was nowhere to be seen. Like I didn't want to be on there. I wasn't on there. I was just silently watching other people build and create these businesses and, and build and create their own passions, right? So yeah, the person I was before all of this is very, very different. And honestly, I'm so proud of all of the steps that I've had to take and some of them and most of them have been hugely uncomfortable at the time. But, you know, to be here now three years later and having built a personal brand online and completely changed and evolved 
who I am, but also who I'm being, who my kids are seeing me be, all of that has just been such a journey. Um, so I'm so excited to share it with you all today. That's awesome. And let's talk a little bit about, you know, obviously there's one part of this, which is showing up and actually creating a personal brand based off who you are. Another part of it is the monetization. So you've really monetized your personal brand and been able to now have that as your income, as your your sole main income. So what led to that? What was it that led to you being like, I mean, without giving it away, almost forced into looking at different <laughs> ways that are a lot different to what, you know, the majority of people do to earn an income? Yeah. So I really started paying attention to what was going on in the world. And by doing that, my thoughts on everything that I'd kind of already thought was true and real for me, like this is how we do life, we have a job, we we live for the weekends, like this is just how it is. And even bigger than that, I think like the global chaos that unfolded that we all kind of lived through um, really triggered me to seeing things in a new way, to starting to ask questions that I'd never asked before. Things in around that time that were evolving in all of our lives didn't make sense for me anymore. And I really started to, you know, there was a real period of time there that I was incredibly fearful about what was coming next. And, you know, for me, it was really starting to think about if they did like mandate medicine for everybody, what would we do? How would we move? How would we pivot? What would we do? Because my partner and I both had a job. That was our only source of income. So it became really apparent to me that we actually needed to create options for ourselves because I did have the foresight of, you know, going a little bit forward down the line and going, okay, where's this actually going? Um, And unfortunately, you know, even though I had that kind of perspective of this is what we need to start planning for, I didn't move quick enough in that period of time to really establish a very quick income. So I was kind of in the fear cycle. I was absorbing a lot from the the chaos and the environment um, and I was really worried, but I didn't really know what to do. During that period of time, I was already in a network marketing company and it was a um, like a product network marketing company, which was a low commission structure. So I'd already started to build that. I'd got myself online. I could see the value of these things unfolding for us and our family. And I'd started to generate an income from doing that, but it was nowhere near what it needed to be if, you know, what I expected was going to happen actually happened. It wasn't going to set us up. It wasn't going to replace my income, you know, and I was working really, really hard, but I wasn't getting very far financially. And so it became really apparent to me that this isn't going to serve us long-term. What else is there? And so what happened next? So yeah, essentially like the, our, our jobs were mandated and I lost my job as part of that. Now that that process of losing my job actually went for about five to six months. I was back and forth with my employer knowing the outcome was going to be that I would lose my job, right? And I was probably one of the only people you know, within a huge company that actually um, went through a process of fair work and and took it to the end. But during this period of time, it became really, um, you know, evident for us and also my partner that having options is so, so, so important. And what we now have here is I've been able to replace my income online and I've been able to create um, complete like self um responsibility essentially for us and our family that if if something were like this to happen again that we are actually prepared and we're able to be self-sufficient with our income um, and completely reliant on no one and nothing no employers telling us what we had to do and that was an ultimate goal of mine that is so admirable because so many people want to stand in their truth and want to say that they you know would would actually stand up for themselves but you actually bloody did it (laughs) And I love that mm-hmm. so much about you. And as I said in the intro, like you are actually someone that does behind closed doors what you do online and what you preach is what you practice as well. So through that process of what what I would only imagine would be so emotional and taxing and, you know, you would second guess yourself, especially being the only person in the workplace actually going down that road. And I'm sure there would have been a lot of pressure and you know, a lot going on in that process between, you know, what what was mandated being mandated and then actually leaving. 
How has that impacted you? How has that impacted the way that you stand up for your beliefs firstly? But secondly, this is obviously not a a parenting podcast, but I always love and admire so much women who can actually take the lessons and the growth from their business into their home life. And I know that you've done this so beautifully with your kids. So how has that impacted you? And then also the way that you parent as a mother. It was, it has been, and it continues to be such a huge learning for me. Like, honestly, I think in hindsight, all of those tiny decisions that I made along the way, because, you know, obviously the losing my job part, that was like a fraction of what happened for me and unfolded for me. But, you know, prior to that, there were a series of other decisions around that whole, that whole thing. So for example, you know, when the mask mandate came out, you know, I really, I didn't just not do it to be a rebel. Like I actually took my time to explore and understand what I was doing, right? And I think that this is the case with everything. It's like I don't just make decisions based on trying to be controversial or be a rebel or because I just feel like butting the system. It was like when that came out, for example, I was just like, okay, cool. I spent hours looking for information and research that suggests that mask wearing me wearing a mask was going to help me. It was going to help my kids. It was going to help Mitch. And so I didn't find anything. So I was like, well, it's not making sense for me why we're being told to do this. Um, You know, I actually reached out to my government MP at the time. I was like, do you have anything that I can can read? Like, why are we getting asked to do this? Doesn't make sense. So, you know, and then obviously nothing was there, right? Because they, they had no evidence to support it. So for me, like going through that, even that period of time where Literally everyone I saw had a, had a mask on for that period of time and I was the only person not with a mask on in the supermarket. I was with my kids. I was by myself. I was with the family, like whatever it was. I had to get really, really used to standing out from the crowd. Like it really was. And I had, you know, I had people come up to me and be like, you need to be wearing a mask. You need to do this. You need to do that. And during this time and all of these beautiful lessons was like a lesson in self-trust for me was like that I'm okay to hold my own when I'm being confronted by this or when I'm getting questioned by this person and do I actually even need to explain myself to you? Who are you to for me to explain myself to? So, you know, and that's just one example, but I'm, I, I think it's really relevant because I think this is where we build on it for ourselves. And I think for me, all of these little things, at the time I didn't really understand their relevance to the bigger picture, But now in hindsight, all of these moments where I actually chose to walk past the QR codes or, you know, not wear the mask or, you know, whatever it was, they all really contributed to me actually finding my own voice and my own power and being okay to be the odd one out, you know. And to answer your second question, like how it's impacted the family and the kids, you know, I feel so strongly about this because I think that you know, it's easy that we say and we talk about leading by example and we talk about, um, you know, for our kids' sake, you know, standing up for ourselves and not being afraid of bullies and all of these things that us as parents, we want to instill in our kids. And I think for me, there was a, a time in my life, if I'm really honest, like I wasn't living that. So for my daughter, for example, like I, I wasn't living not being afraid of bullies or not doing something that because my friends don't want to do it or you know, like all of those types of scenarios that we can find ourselves in. And I wasn't living that. So I wasn't leading by example and I wasn't feeling good about that when that came into my awareness. So I think, you know, all of those decisions that I made across that entire period of time and business included, right, network marketing included, um, it all really helped me to feel like I was being an embodiment of what I was telling my kids. And, you know, my daughter saw me be the only parent at the school gate for her whole first year of school, the only parent without a mask on, the only parent in the supermarket, you know, taking them around the supermarket with no QR codes and no, and and she would ask me like, mum, what, don't we have to do that? I was like, we don't have to do that. That's a choice. And, you know, I think at the time you kind of like fob those things off, but I think when you look back on them and knowing what she sees now, I'm so, so proud of all of those tiny decisions and those day-by-day things that I did that actually show her that we can do things 
differently to other people and that it's okay and that we're not going to burst into flames <laughs> and that we get to actually do things that feel good for us. And if other people don't understand it, then that's okay. Oh, amen, sister, to all of that. And I think, you know, as well for, for kids to see us actually living our truth is so important. Like you say, it's one thing to say that you're leading by example. It's another thing to actually do it. So speaking of which, on your social media, you really do lead by example in exactly what you've just shared of really standing up for your values and your beliefs and what you very strongly believe in. That comes through so authentically in your content. I was saying um, to my husband, I was so excited about this interview and I was saying to him like, when I read your posts, I literally am sitting there nodding or I'm going, fuck yeah. Like every single post I'm like nodding my head to. And I feel like that is such a beautiful reflection of when you build a personal brand that's really powerful and, and impactful. It's not because you're there to be controversial. It's not because you're there to polarize necessarily. It could polarize. But you're actually just there to attract the right people who speak the same language as you. And you and I, are, you know, we obviously speak the same language. We were so magnetically attracted to one another online before even meeting in person because we knew what each other stood for and we were so clear on that. So let's talk a bit about your personal brand, especially because like you said in the beginning, like it's taken you a, a couple of years really to get here. So if you go and stalk and I highly, you know, I highly invite you to go and stalk Sarah's Instagram. It's in the show notes. Before you get into comparisonitis, because it is awesome, let's actually talk about what it's taken you to get there and to really give zero fucks. Like really, you can see that in your content and you speak your truth so well in it. What has it taken you to get there, especially your following? Because we know that didn't happen overnight. It feels like it happened overnight, but it really, really didn't. So let's, let's dive a little bit into how you've actually created your personal brand online. Yeah, it's it's such a good one because just to take you back when I started this account, I had zero followers, mm. right? And I had no idea what I was doing, literally no idea. I was like, I'm just going to do this thing and see what happens. And I remember my first goal and I spoke to my mentor about it at the time. I was like, oh, I just love to have 100 followers. Like this was my big goal, right, for myself, 100 followers starting this new account. And so, you know, how I showed up then and what I still do now, and it's been a growth and an evolution, but, you know, I I really believe in my heart and soul that the way that we build our dream business and the way that we find our people and the way that we form real connections with people that we actually enjoy, and like you said, Jess, you know, like getting to know you and being like, yeah, cool, I'd like totally sleep in a king-size bed with you and like, you know, like go away and on a holiday. Like it's just, it's, one of those things and that's the connection point that we that we want to have right and particularly in this business but I think for me realizing that the way that I find those things and the way that I find those real connections and those friendships and the Instagram friends and the business partners and the mentors and the coaches that are actually for me is by me bringing as much of me to to that space as I can so that people understand who I am and they know whether or not I'm for them likewise if I'm if they're for me right and so you know building a brand has been a lot and mostly I would say probably around self-trust knowing that if I post this thing and I don't get any likes or followers from it and I it just goes nowhere or people don't connect with it I'm okay still like it's not going to impact me drastically like I can hold my own I can be okay with that and likewise when you know we when we progress and we're like creating content that's speaking to people, that's bringing people in, it's about, again, like trusting yourself that you can hold, hold it all. Like, and it sounds a bit crazy, but I think for me, like when I say something controversial or when I say something that's a bit polarizing perhaps, and I haven't built my brand around that, granted there was a period of time where I was being very, very vocal about everything that was going on in our world. I was posting a lot about that. And that was really consuming me. And while I've created some amazing connections from that place and people that have now since joined me in the business, which is incredible, um, that was like a season for me of of doing that. And I didn't want to, I, it became really obvious to me that I was 
it wasn't making me feel good to continue to post and echo and post things just that were, you know, polarizing and controversial and then deal with the constant flowback from that. Um, But also it kept me distracted from my bigger goals. So while I'm over here commentating on everything that's going on in the world and being triggered and reacting to things that were happening, it's actually pulling me off my own course, which is creating and feeling inspired and aligned and energized about what I'm doing over here. So, you know, I think that in a world of social media, like I see a lot of people that try and build a brand on on being controversial or being polarizing. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to create that because you get the engagement and you get the things. But I think for me, there's a there's a fine line between actually building your brand around things that make you feel really epic and pull you into your vision and pull you into what you want to create and bring people into that world as opposed to keeping people over here, you know, where we're constantly at the problem. I think we're like what for me, what became really evident, I want to talk about more the solution. I want people to land on my page and feel really good, feel really inspired. I want them to build belief in themselves. I want them to see me maybe as an example for them that like, you know, and a lot of people have come with me that whole period of time, right? So a lot of people have come with me from my previous network marketing business and stayed for this this new era, which has been really cool because again, this is like personal branding. It's like you can move and pivot. You might change slightly your offers. You might do something a little bit different over here, but you're still connecting with people because they're there for you and they love you for what you're, you know, for who you are. They get to know you and that's the connection piece, which I really love. And I've I've really been so honored to like build the community that I have um, over this period of time. Yeah. And before I go on to the next question, I want to still kind of discuss this a little because the 45,000 followers, like it actually means nothing if they don't know who you are and have that connection. For those that don't know, my background is public relations. I used to be the one paying influencers to post about my clients' products, right? So I used to negotiate the brand deals for quite big multinational companies and influencers and do a campaign. And I would always look at how much engagement does the audience actually have? Like when they do a post, how much engagement does that post have? Also with the the audience, how specific is it to their niche? So say they were in a health influencer, are the people that are following them interested in health, you know? Um, and I'd look at all these things because there's pretty awesome technology now to like go in and be able to look at all these different demographic points of a following. And I think what you've done so well is it's never been about quantity for you. It's actually always been about quality and not trying to please everyone. And so what what I also want to share, like having witnessed you and, and mentored you in this business and witnessed so much of your journey in this, where you have really earned this, you know, amount of success is you showed up every goddamn day, even when you were getting no results. Every single day, you were still posting with no care in the world on whether it got likes or comments or whatever. Like you were posting knowing exactly who you were talking to. And then I think was it three times in the space of like two months, you went viral from like December, January. Yeah. 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 I had, you know, I had a few um, reels go viral, which was also really cool because they were specifically relevant to a huge interest that I have and also this business. So that was really, really cool um, as well. And obviously contributed to, yeah, the follower count, so to speak, which everyone gets so hung up about. It's so funny. Yeah. So I think it's worth celebrating. And this is why I want to mention it because you still showed up every single day, even when you had no evidence. No, like no one can, you didn't have a bloody crystal ball to say that you were going to go viral three times in two months, right? You just trusted that the right people will see it. And your intention wasn't even to go viral. It just so happened that you did. Um, And obviously, you know, you were following the strategies, you were using, you know, all the strategies that we teach to actually be successful on social media doing attraction marketing, which is another clue, like you're very coachable at, you know, at all of that. But I think so much of success comes down to consistency and so much of failure comes down to a lack of consistency and people just not actually willing to stay the course. And you stayed the course for so long that I always share your story and I'm like, you know what, if you want a Sarah Andrews Instagram account, 
do a Sarah Andrews and actually post consistently until you get to where you want to go every single day on brand. So is there anything you want to share on that before we move on to the next question, actually? Before we go on, I want to ask you a super powerful question. What would it mean to you to make decisions based on your soul rather than your bank balance? Freedom to me means having true autonomy and choice in your life to live based off your values and soul's desires rather than what you can purely afford for you and your family or what your job requires of you. This is why I've been empowering women for the past almost five years to earn more with pleasure, earning your true worth without the insane hustle and with actually having choice in your life. It is so much more about how you earn rather than what you earn. If you'd like to learn more about how I mentor women to earn a time-leveraged income online, selling conscious health-based products and learning the skills of personal branding and attraction marketing, both very sexy skills to have, then click on the link in the show notes or DM me the word info on Instagram so we can have a proper chat. I love having one-on-one combos with you savvy queens and showing you how this kind of income and our community can help you truly live wildly empowered. Big love, back to the episode. Yeah, I think I think what you've said, I mean, there were definitely days and times that I questioned if it was working and I think as well the other part of that that comes into it, which I'm so passionate about talking to now with my team as well, was around, you know, when I was showing up every day, you know, it's easy to see and believe that you need to do it a different way because this person over here is getting X results and I probably need to do it more like them to get those results. But in fact, if you actually stay the course in yourself and who you are, it's it, it magnifies like I think that that's the power and the beauty of it and when we get caught in comparison and looking at how other people are doing it all the time it just takes us out of the game and we we get in our own heads and we, we kind of get a bit pulled off course I believe I think that that you know and there were times that I felt like that was happening for me and I had to come back to like I actually love sharing about these things about these topics I actually love like you know dropping myself and my personality into my content everywhere I can because that's how I'm actually going to find and connect with my dream team who have come to, come in since you know this this last say six months has been absolutely phenomenal for me um and you know while that has coincided with with going viral you know multiple times now that hasn't been the goal and it's still not the goal um the goal is to talk to and find and support and mentor as many people as I can that are aligned to me and that I can just show up and be myself with and they can be themselves and it's totally like it's just a match it's a beautiful match and I think that yeah that's where that's where the goal is and that's where my focus is and going viral is just like an offshoot of that um which is great right because you want to be exposed you want to share I love sharing the magic of what we have here so that's great but like it's not the sole focus or the goal love that so That's where I wanted to go next is how do you know what your, say, three pillars are on your social media? How do you know what the key three things are that you want to share consistently and be known for in a personal brand? I think for me, it's been around what really excites me and what really makes me like, what do I love talking about? What do I like? What could I talk about? I think I remember somebody asking me a question like, if you had to just get on and talk for 20 minutes nonstop about a topic, what would it be? And that, like, I, I think that's a really great question because, you know, that's that's showing you what you're excited about, what you're passionate about, where you're inspired. And for me, you know, that's really been the, the focus of what I talk about on my Instagram. I try to talk about the things that make me feel really inspired and excited. I want to be talking about the things that make people, you know, um, see me and feel me and feel connected to me and who I am and how I talk is how I write and how I write is how I talk and so you know when we're sharing things like pillars and we're talking about content um, streams or things that we want to talk about it's like what really excites you and what what do you love talking about and what do you are you passionate about I think for me like those things have just naturally kind of come up and they've pivoted and they've moved and they've changed and that's totally fine like I've been fluid within it to a certain degree but also that consistency that we talked about before I think that that is important like to keep talking about the same thing over and over again in a different way you know this is a personal brand and you don't have to constantly 
reinvent the wheel when it comes to what you're sharing and how you're talking because yeah it's just you you get to keep talking about those topics that inspire you that is such an important point because I feel a lot of people go oh I can't say that again I said something similar last week or this that they overthink it right and it's like you've got to remember people are following you for that topic they probably saw you post something on that and they thought oh that's my vibe I want more of it so they're following you expecting to get more and if they don't it's almost like you're letting them down on the promise that they thought that they were coming in for you know so it's it's, it actually builds so much trust when you keep delivering value on a topic like if you were following a gardening page or a parenting page you'd you're following it to hear more about gardening or more about parenting so it's exactly the same with your personal brand and your message and what you're a stand for so let's now talk about you know transparently what it is that you do how did you monetize your personal brand because obviously you were doing the both together um, and you've built a really powerful personal brand and it's also one that has had a huge impact on helping others and it's also been the thing that's allowed you to not have to go back to work and to be independent so let's talk about what your offer is and what you actually do So what I do now is be able to support and mentor people to create a high profit income online. So what that looks like is um, a high ticket affiliate marketing um, vehicle and we're utilizing that with social media and personal branding to be able to grow and create a time leveraged, location free, work your own hours, work around your kids, create that ultimate freedom business. And that's what really, really excites me. And, you know, being able to be a young mum myself, like uh, not a young mum, but I'm 36, but being a mum of two young kids, I, you know, it was a real juggle for me. And it was a real struggle trying to get to school drop off and pick up and working on the bench after, you know, in between snacks and trying to manage it all for me was really, really fucking hard, to be honest. Um, I was just a walking ball of stress before I found this business and before I figured out how I can actually do this in a way that supports the lifestyle that I want to create and the type of mum I want to be and the type of partner I want to be. So for me um, and and the team that I now work with, you know, this is what we're, we're doing here. We're actually being really smart with how we're utilising our social media time and creating a brand, allowing people to build know, like, and trust with us to be able to connect with people and have those really authentic connections and then teaching people how to monetize that so that they can have the life, that, the lifestyle that they desire to have. And for me, you know, that is being the school mum that's there at drop off and pick up and at all the things and has the freedom to create a schedule that works for our entire family, you know. And I think, you know, going back to my background in corporate, you know, I worked for so so many years with families and people that had only ever looked at this as my source of income, this one job. So they'd worked their entire lives in in one or two jobs or industries and, you know, they hadn't created options for themselves. And I think what the chaos of the last few years taught us all was the importance of having plan B income streams, of having online income streams. You know, how many people were impacted by governments shutting down their, their stores for year, for months on end and having no income and, you know, then the mandates came in. I think all of that really reflected, certainly to our family, that we never, ever want to be in that position again. And we actually have to be taking steps ourselves, be personally responsible for creating the options that we desired to have last time because you know I I just never ever want to be in that position again and I never ever want my kids to be in a position where you know they're being told they have to do x y and z because it just it doesn't yeah it's just so effed up in my opinion um so I think that you know this is what I'm hugely passionate about getting people to monetize their social media to see the genius of this compensation model and this business model to see the genius and the absolute love and belief I have in these products that stand behind this vehicle you know as well that's a huge thing that I'm so so passionate about particularly when we're thinking about our families and our kids and our environment you know I have a lot a lot of um love for the actual products that we're we're affiliated with as well so I think for me this this business model and the entire thing is such a package of what every single family every single home needs on so many different levels you know 
Um, so yeah, let's go. Absolutely. And, and I actually want to go into that because the products that we sell are so impactful and they are incredible products. So let's talk about that. The fact that we are affiliates for Enagic and they have incredible water ionizers. We have electrolyzed reduced water for ourselves and our families. And there's so many health benefits and, you know, we could go on and on and on about that. Um, that's, you know, not what this topic particularly is about, but I think it's important to mention it because this whole podcast is about standing in your truth and sharing what you believe in. And you cannot do affiliate marketing and be successful if you don't believe in the product that you're selling. It just will not work. You know, it might for a short period of time and then it will fizzle out because you're not act people. Energy never lies. <laughs> you know, people can see through when you're just flogging a product purely for money, you know, and not actually believing in what you do. So I've loved seeing your journey and how much you have shared actually about the water on your page as well, because it's not easy to do that. It's not easy to learn about the science and to actually go into sharing a lot around the science and the health benefits and how incredible it, it truly is and, and our products truly are. So how did that part of, of you know, your, your personal brands come about as well? I think it all kind of came from, you know, wanting to understand the product. I think that when we looked at this product and prior to me starting this business and deciding, like my partner and I looked at this product and I was like, I need this product regardless. Like, look at this product. And I got so excited from the, the start about this product. And the deeper and the deeper that I went into the product, I was like, we actually need to be drinking this water ourselves, but giving this water to our kids across a lifetime, the impact of that will be ginormous. Like, it is absolutely going to be ginormous. And so, you know, for me, that was like such an easy thing. Like, I, I so believe in the power of this water. And I think as well, coming back to like my whole belief system around the greater world and the government and what goes into our water supply and just like our whole healthcare system and the the, the cycle that we get on with our health and our like wellness and, and sickness and all of that, it all just makes me feel like we actually get to be so empowered and knowledgeable and responsible for like taking ourselves out of these systems and cycles that we get into and I think for me, the water, like I feel really, really passionately about the water because I know that there are still so many people that believe that tap water is safe, that believe that the government has their best interests at heart when it comes to what they're drinking every day and what they're giving their kids. And I believe in myself and myself and from everything that I've looked at that this water has the capacity to really set us up for a lifetime of wellness and you know, that for me is just like, I need to, I, I feel like I consciously have a responsibility to share how incredible the water is with people and families and parents, because up until I found out about it, I had no idea either. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, how many people just have no idea that this even exists? That is such a great point. And I love that again, in your content, that you just, you can feel your energy and your passion and your pure heart in all of your content and everything that you share. So thank you so much for sharing that. And also last question in re with regards to your personal brand and your business. Mitch is such, you and Mitch are just such a beautiful team together. You're absolutely epic, unstoppable, like, you know, from what I've heard, obviously from your side, but also the way that I've seen you guys together on your socials and stuff. Like what has his, um, how has he been this whole journey? You know, like, was he supportive at the beginning? I know he's supportive now, but like, how was your partner in this whole journey of coming out, building a brand, doing something completely different, like losing your job? You know, it's a lot to go through in, in a short period of time with kids, with everything that was happening. Like, how did that all unfold together as a team? Yeah, it's so, it's so interesting to reflect back on the, the journey of um, Mitch and I in regards to all of my changing who I've been, essentially, you know, even going back to when I started network marketing from the start, he was so supportive of that whole thing. And he really reflected back to me a lot of times during the journey and even to, to this day, how far I've come. And I think that we sometimes lose track of that ourselves. So, you know, I remember coming to him after having tried to build you know, my previous network marketing company for 18 months 
Um, I'd made a little bit of money. It wasn't anywhere near what we needed, right? So I kind of came to him with this opportunity to join High Ticket Affiliate Marketing, to join you in in your the business and, um, you know, shared with him this water. And it's so funny because he was like, oh, we've already got a water filter. Like, And I was like, no, 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 like we need to look at this. Like it's so important. You go and watch the information. I need I need you to watch the information so you understand why it's so important. And he did go away and watch the video that I sent him. It was like 15 minutes. And he came back and he said to me, okay, I agree. We do need this water. And I was like, okay, awesome. So there's actually like a massive business associated with it. And we actually, you know, this is what I want to do. And, you know, the investment at that point was huge for us because knowing that our jobs had been mandated, that my job was only a matter of time until it was gone. You know, we had to sit down together and figure out how it was going to work and figure out how we could do it. And, you know, I am in- incredibly like grateful for the relationship that we have cultivated because it was never a question of not doing it. It was like, how can we make it work? And, you know, I was so passionate about it at that point. Um, obviously in the heat of the chaos of everything that that has happened. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, like that, the two jobs in one household getting mandated basically overnight was a huge strain on our relationship um, and a lot of stress to be in and a lot of chaos to be in and a lot of uncertainty to sit in as well. Um, and, you know, for us, like we didn't see everything eye to eye. So I was kind of like up here with everything. I was just like, absolutely not. And like Mitch wasn't quite there. Like he didn't see things at the way I did necessarily. And while we were on the same page, and had the same values, the way that we get to those values was a little bit different. So it was it was a really hard time to be completely honest, but there was never a question around um, this business or my capacity to do it or his belief in me was always really present. Um, and we figured out a way to make it work. And it was really fucking scary because when you're about to lose your job, it's like you've got a decision to make. Do you keep the money, you know, cling on to the money that you have in your savings and you know, like just be in this place of fear or do you go, do you know what? We're going to take this money and we're actually going to create something with it and we're actually going to get ourselves out of this problem and we're actually going to get ourselves out of this forever by taking this money. And it was a real moment of having to back myself. I just got goosebumps because, you know, the emotion behind that decision was ultimately like huge, like absolutely huge in a place where we're so uncertain and you know, and I talk to women now that are like, oh, you know, it's not the right time or, you know, money's the real barrier. And I share with them, I'm like, I didn't have surplus funds. Like we weren't in a position where we had money to whittle away or to burn or just to like throw up into the air and hope that it comes back to us. Like we were like, shit, we're about to lose 35, 40% of our income overnight. Where does this leave us? So that looked like sacrifice, you know, for us and our family. And we really simply made a decision that the money that we would have spent on a holiday, in fact, need to be redevoted, redivoted to investing in a business and incredible water for our family and in incredible clean showers and, you know, like lowering our inflammation in our bodies. That became the priority and the holiday had to go, you know, and, and that decision and God bless him because he really like, he really supported me in all of that and has continued to really support me, you know, even when I wasn't making the sales that I wanted to be making, you know, even when our, you know, savings went down, 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 down through this period of time where I wasn't working and I wasn't really drawing an income, you know, there was never a discussion around, okay, I think you need to go back to work now. His like angle the whole time has been like, don't worry about the sales, keep doing what you're doing, keep going, keep going. Like it will come, it will come. And he's just been such a gigantic support. Um, And I can't thank him enough. Like he's actually been incredible to have by my side in this process. And, you know, even again, when I'm like, oh, I need to buy another K8. Like I'm just, I've got all these big plans and exciting things to do. Um, And he's like, yep, okay, cool. Like, you know, I, I believe that you'll make the right decision. I know that you know what you're doing. And so that's just been such a beautiful um, part of our relationship that's really bloomed, I suppose. That's so beautiful. And yeah, I mean, look at where it's gotten you now. It, I, I truly, I did a post about this today about how there's one thing in common with all the women that 
you know, you might compare yourself to or you see be successful and, and maybe there's a train of jealousy or there's a train of like, oh, it's easy for them or, you know, or, or comparison. The one thing they all have in common, and I see this in the Wildly Empowered Collective, is none of them gave up when they had every right to give up. They had every reason to give up, right? But they didn't. They trusted the process, yourself included, and knew that there's a gestation period for success. It doesn't happen overnight. You've got to learn the skills and you've got to put the work in and the effort and the, and the consistency to get there. And the quantum leap that you have had, sister, this last six months, again, the thing that I admire so much about it is it's not because you just worked hard for six months, right? It's because you worked hard for that like year prior to that and was so consistent that you set up that quantum leap without knowing when it was going to happen, but trusting and knowing that it would happen. <laughs> yeah. And it was really, really scary in a lot of ways because, you know, particularly um, all last year, you know, my job ended and then that was it. Like our income was so significantly reduced. Um, and even so, you know, I invested in a coach. You know, I spent eight months of the year working with Steph Lenny, who is a fantastic business coach um, and mindset coach. And, you know, again, like I had every reason not to go and do that and not to invest that money. And at a time where, you know, we really were living almost week to week at that point, you know, that was still a priority for me because I could see the bigger vision. And I think as well, you know, having Mitch's support was obviously huge in that because, you know, we had to make decisions and sacrifices throughout that year so that now, like, now that I'm like, I've you know, return on investment is well and truly made and we're living in this beautiful space where, you know, four figures are coming to, to me from the work that I've done over the entire 18 months or 15 months of being here, you know, now we really get to celebrate that and it's really a team success. And also the, um, the fact that Emma, my daughter's eight, and she's really witnessed a lot of this. Um, and earlier this year, I shared with her the bigger vision and we hadn't really talked about it, but you know, I've got post-it notes in my office and things and she's gone and got post-it notes in her bedroom now and she's got things on her wall and, you know, she's written on the mirror like go mum and stuff like that. And she's really been, become a part of the process as well. So it really feels like it's a whole family kind of effort at this point and everyone's kind of come together and we're all sort of playing in this field and energy of like what's possible and what's next and where are we working what are we working towards and what is this going to mean long term for us and you know ultimately I would love to get Mitch to the point where he's going to work part-time um you know that's a huge goal for us and I'd love to be able to you know support us financially to allow that to happen because you know he has been such a huge part of this journey behind the scenes and supporting me and that really excites me as well that's so beautiful and I love that you've enrolled your family in your vision. It's so important to do that and involve them, you know, like not only enroll them in your vision, involve them in it. That's so beautiful because then they feel a sense of the, they're helping you and you're doing it together, which is gorgeous. Yeah. So if anyone wants to work with you, look more at what it is that we do for business, look more at how you work with people and mentor them one-on-one, -on -one, where is the best place for them to go? So the best place is definitely to go to my Instagram. I am Sarah underscore Andrews um, and send me a DM so we can chat about where you're at, what your goals are, and I can send you some information um, or a recent webinar that you can look at to explore what it is that we do, how you do it, how you can do it, sorry, and um, yeah, how I mentor and support people in my team to be able to achieve what I have put together for myself. Beautiful. And I will have your amazing Instagram in the show notes as well. So final question that I love to ask guests on this podcast is if you could go back and give your 21-year-old self any piece of advice, anything that you think that maybe she could have really done with hearing at that time, what would that be? I think it would be... Before we wrap up this episode, I want to ask you a question. Do you remember how you discovered this podcast? Was it a friend's suggestion or an Instagram story, maybe a post? Somehow you found it and I'm hoping you're getting a lot of value from it. I need your help now to pay it forward so that other women can feel seen, heard, nourished 
and more than anything, empowered from these conversations too. Big love, back to the episode. To follow your own desire, desires. I think that we get so caught up in doing it how everyone else does it. And, you know, in fact, if, and what I've said to my daughter is like, think about the life that you want to live and then work backwards from there. What, what allows you to live like that? And who are the people in your life? Like what kind of boundaries and what kind of standards do you have for your friendships and your relationships? Um, who are you allowing to be in your environment? And I think for me, you know, being, if I was 21, like to hear that you get to really cultivate the environment and the lifestyle that you want to live, you know, free of what everyone else wants you to do, expects you to do. I think that that is just the key, like follow your desires. If you have a desire to create something, go out and do it. Like, I think that we're just so risk avoidant. Like we just, we don't want to risk anything and we don't want to do anything differently to what our friends are doing. And we don't want to like be the odd one out, you know, and it just keeps us in these boxes that make us feel uninspired. And, you know, that's how I lived through my entire twenties. It was just going to, going to a job that I didn't really like sailing through, feeling uninspired, you know, and not really having any goals or ambitions for my life. And I, I will just share, like, I recently shared on my Instagram that like, if you had have asked me even five years ago, what my vision for my life was, I would have like laughed in your face or cried because I had no idea. Like up until a few years ago, nobody had ever asked me, what what's your vision for your life? You know, and in hindsight, like that's crazy, like that we don't ask these questions and we're not thinking about these things. I think that that's really, really important. And um, it's definitely a question I'm going to be talking to Emma and Ned about um, as they grow up and, and instilling in them that they get to actually you know, create something really, really special. That is so beautiful. Whether your 21-year-old self needed to hear that for the listeners or your children or anyone that really can take some value from that, I think it's a really beautiful lesson that we all can take on following our heart's desires and what we know, how how we know we want to actually truly live our life. So thank you so much, Sarah. If you got value from this episode, if you loved it, if anything in here really spoke to you, feel free to screenshot it, share it to your stories and tag Sarah and myself. We would really appreciate it. Um, If you're feeling really generous, feel free to go on and rate and review because that helps for the podcast to actually be seen and heard by more women as well and paying it forward to others. So Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Sarah, for everything that you have shared today. I am so excited to get this episode out there. There's just so much medicine in what you've shared and so much of it needs to be heard further and wider for women to really own the truth and stand up for their beliefs. So thank you so much for sharing so vulnerably today. My absolute pleasure. Thanks again, Jess.